I'm Tanya Snugs. Ribble FM weather. Sunny spells all throughout Friday with highs of 18 degrees Celsius and it's going to be another warm evening into the early hours of Saturday down to a minimum of 8 degrees Celsius. Top hotel, top chef, top of your list for celebrations. Mittenfold Hotel, sponsors of the Lancashire Live Show. Fridays at 12 on Ribble FM.
afternoon and welcome to Lancashire Live with me, Ruth Telford. This afternoon, I think you should sit back and listen, um, maybe with a cup of tea and in your garden if you can, if it's a nice day. We've pre-recorded this show because it's going to be a touchy show, I think. Um, so I would like to welcome my guest, um, Angela Allen. Hi. Hi. How are you? Good, thank you. Good, good. And Jenny Ashton, how are you? I'm good, thank you. Good, good. Now then, you two have only recently become friends and that has come through tragedy. And your charity that you, Angela, started is called Bags for Strife. And would you like to just tell me a little bit about, first of all, your background, uh, Jenny, if you don't mind, what ha- what's happened to you? So my son, born in 1995, um, Alex always struggled and really from the age of four when he was at nursery preschool struggled with friendships and um, said that he wished he'd never been born and that kind of progressed to when he was six saying that he felt like he was an old man trapped in a little boy's body things kind of progressed when he was at school and he was at independent school but they labelled him as a naughty boy Um, so no support was offered and in fact they wanted us to take him out of school so we did and then he went to our local primary school Mm -hmm. who um, very quickly identified that there were difficulties with Alex processing information and also kind of social situations, friendships and so forth. Asked if we would have an educational psychology assessment, which we did. And they said he had low self-esteem. So it was like, I already knew that. Thank you. Um, anyway, the school were very supportive, did put in what they call an independent uh, individual education plan to help him with targets and goals and managing those emotions and behaviours. And then he left and went to high school. He would take things very literally. So when friends said they were going to do something and then didn't, he felt you know, really let down by them. And, um, you know, there was an incident before he joined Worley when I think he got stabbed with a pencil with a, with a little boy. So it was just lots of incidents like that that I think just, you know, kind of built up to him not really liking himself um, and really struggling. And uh, Ribblesdale, when he went at high school, he actually settled far better than we thought he would, which God. was really, really good. He had an amazing um, year seven teacher. Can I name her? You can, absolutely. She's still at Ribblesdale, Miss Parkinson. Um, um, and she was the one who called me in and said, I'd just like to discuss with you, um, Alex, and have you considered whether he's got additional needs or anything? So I was like, well, actually, yes, we have been to the school nurse. We've been to, um, I don't know, I've been to a community paediatrician, um, had the educational psychology mm. assessment, but never really got very far. Mm. So she was and you're one. a nurse yourself anyway, so I was, you've got a good yeah, background, I was a nurse you? at the time, and yeah. so you'd think you'd know where to get support from, but yeah, it wasn't, uh, wasn't really very readily available. Mm. So she said she thought he was on the autistic spectrum. So I was like, oh, funny you should say that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but he had been through CAMS, and CAMS had done various um, assessments with him while he was at the independent school, but then... The school hadn't shared full, accurate information. It was just backwards and forwards, backwards and forwards. And I kind of think a lot of parents now with children with additional needs will probably find the same difficulties of pillar to post and round and round in circles. Um, Anyway, so following her um, suggestion, I went back to the clinical psychologist that he had seen, who, again, I mentioned before, um, Richard Slinger, and he's still very involved in supporting schools and understanding mental health. And he was 
brilliant in the six sessions that we had in terms of me understanding Alex and his behaviours. And so although there was no diagnosis at that point, it still enabled me to parent and manage his meltdowns and, and kind of emotions much better. So Richard then referred us to the community paediatrician who I used to work with. Yeah. <laughs> which is, okay, how has it taken so long to get here? Anyway, and eventually at 13, after about a 12-month process, he was diagnosed with autism spectrum disorder mm-hmm. with mild to moderate. And for him, that was a revelation. And his views were, at least I'm no longer a freak because yeah. he understood why he was different to, to everybody else. But it doesn't solve those mental health difficulties and the overthinking, anxiety, depression um, that kind of went with it and then subsequently suicide attempts and further kind of expressions and then um, in 2018 in November he then took his life um, and they weren't able to um, bring him back no. and passed um, away. Yeah, terrible. Sorry about that. That's awful. Um, and we're going to take a break there so um, please bear with us and we will hear about um, um, your story, and take your baby by the hill, and do the next thing that you feel. We were so in place, and I dance all days. We were cool. On Christ When I You And everyone we knew Could believe Do Sharing what was true I said That's all there's love Take your baby by the hand And pull her closer and there, there, there Take your baby by the ears And play upon her darkest fears We were so in place In a dance hall days We were cool on Christ When I, you, and everyone we knew Could believe, do
Hotel, top chef, top of your list for celebrations. Mittenfold Hotel, sponsors of the Lancashire Live Show. Fridays at 12 on Ribble FM. Is debt piling up on your doorstep? Are you avoiding opening letters or answering calls? Is debt weighing you down? 
Start lifting that burden today. Christians Against Poverty are here to give you a helping hand to deal with the paperwork, the calls, the stress, and ultimately to find freedom from debt. A member of our Clitheroe Debt Centre team can visit you in your home in the BB7 postcode area. Give us a call on 0800 328 0006 and start your cap journey now. That's 0800 328 0006. The Ribble Valley is a place of beauty. Countryside, farming, country pursuits, outdoor sports and hard-working folks. So the right vehicle is important, like a pickup with a three and a half ton towing capacity, plus one ton payload, huge spacious interior, heated leather seats front and rear, heated steering wheel, selectable four high, four low and two wheel drive on a switch. Add to this a seven year, 150,000 mile warranty. And there is only one choice, the Sangyong Muso, a pickup born and bred to be a grafter. Available locally from Dales Automotive at Kelbrook. Whether you missed a couple of items or need a full set, school uniforms are what we do best. And we make it so easy. All our stock is in a display, organised in school order, size order and easy to reach. Plus, we have plenty of stock. RVS have been supplying all local school uniforms for over 20 years. So come and see us behind NatWest Bank or visit our website at rvsschoolwear.co.uk. RCH Catering is your go-to for special occasions and events in the Ribble Valley. We offer a wide range of services that bring the restaurant to your home. From private catering to birthday parties, special occasions, home dinners, events and masterclasses. Our experienced team will ensure your event is a success. Providing you with delicious, fresh food and professional service. Whether you're planning a birthday party or a special occasion, let us make it unforgettable. Contact us today at 07. 506-510-301 to discuss how we can make your event special.
Welcome back, and uh, you're listening to Ruth Telford on Lancashire Live. And at the moment, I'm talking to um, two lovely ladies, uh, Jenny Ashton and Angela Allen. And Ange, will you just tell us your story now, please? So, I uh, have been working in the charity sector for quite some time to do with mental health, but not particularly to do with severe mental health. Um, Back in 2017, one of my best friends lost her husband to suicide and we supported the family because they lived very close to us. And it was the first time really that we'd been touched by suicide, but not, it didn't impact, it impacted our friendship and our social life. But I suppose personally, we were all able to cope. But I saw the kind of longer term emotional trauma that that family were going through and there was no support for them. Mm. And so I was involved in the Blackburn Suicide Prevention Group at the time and a colleague of mine and myself set up a peer support group for people who had lost someone to suicide. Did you? So um, that was way back in 2018. And actually, that's how Jenny and I uh, first got in touch. Oh, gosh, right. So we ran that peer support group and um, I listened to the stories of people who had lost someone to suicide and was able to relate to a degree but didn't really completely get where they were coming from um, until... November 2019 and that's when our family was hit by this awful tragedy so mm. Katrina my 23 year old daughter took her own life yeah and a lot of people knew both children um because they were both Ribble Valley children and well loved well liked you know as much as they maybe didn't think so, but they were, you know, you could see with the, the well-wishing and everything afterwards, which is always too late. But, um, yeah, it, it's just, but that it didn't stop there, did it? No, unfortunately not. Um, I think we as a family all dealt with our grief and loss in very different ways. And I think we've all learned that grief is very isolating. You need to look after yourself. Mm. And it's really different, difficult to be outward looking. So everybody needs a person to look after them and take care of them and be that go-to. My husband and I kind of separated at the time to to retract and, and try and strengthen ourselves, I suppose. And I think my husband and I lost sight of each other at that point. Mm. Um, and sorry. <laughs> it's okay. It's raw. Yeah. It is. It's very raw. Um, eight months later, Damien took his own life. Yeah. Which, I mean, is just so, well, there are no words, are they? Uh, we're going to take a break and we'll come back in a bit.
break there we had a chat about statistics and apparently it's about a 40% chance of you taking your own life if you have somebody close to you that has done that and unfortunately you're one of in that percentage and what can we say you know I mean it's just terrible isn't it and there's no we didn't think of those statistics at the time you don't think about that you think you think the impact of that loss and how we were all dealing with it would be enough to prevent anyone wanting to do it themselves. Mm. You know, they, they, you could see how devastated the whole family were, all of Katrina's friends were. Mm. Why would anyone want to put you through that or everyone else through that again? But, of course, there's no thought process when it no. comes to taking your own life. You know, you don't think of the impact, that long-term devastation that you're going to cause. Often... Unfortunately, suicide is a, a decision in a moment. I don't mm. think either Katrina or Damien nor Alex were selfish people. They didn't no. do it un- unthinkingly. They, they weren't uncaring. They weren't unloving. They were very, very loving. But it's a devastating statistic and it's something that we're very conscious of mm. um, within the charity. And I know we're going to talk about what's in the bag, mm. but some of the stories that each of us have written um, talk about the journeys that we've been on and, and one of the things that I have written is be very aware of the other people and if you can't take care of the people that you love make sure that other people surround Can you with do. that mm, yeah so would you say that you will have had support I'm sure um, but would you say it just wasn't enough or you didn't know how to well clearly you'll feel that you didn't know how to support each other enough I think when we lost Katrina, 
um, it was at different circumstances and each of us on the steering group, Jenny will um, testify to this, that we've all had very different experiences of the loss itself, the support that was available and what happened. So I can talk about what happened mm. with my family. There was a criminal investigation that went alongside Katrina's loss because there was a drugs issue. Um, she wasn't a drug addict, but no, there was a drugs no. issue. Yes. Um, and so we had a lot of support from our dedicated police officer mm. and I assumed that that's what you had when you lost someone to suicide. When we lost Damien, I actually realised that, no, you are basically told the news by the police and then it's down to you, in most cases, to find your own support. No. And definitely oh, Jenny. Oh, no. You said yourself, Ange, this morning when you came, each day is different. And so, you know, somebody could say something to you one day and you take it really well and say it to the next day and then you that would really upset you. You know, people are mindful of that, aren't they? And they're careful what they say. And sometimes that can be really offensive because you've not actually said anything. You, you kind of, you know, it's a difficult one, isn't it? I think it's something that everybody should be able to know how to, how to handle things, you know, from to help people, mm-hmm. but also... You also need more help as well, don't you, you know? And we've definitely within, again, back to the little book that we've put together, there's some advice in there for friends and family to support that, you know, the the people that have uh, been closest to the person who has gone. And it is about um, don't be afraid to speak. Don't be afraid to say the wrong thing because there isn't a wrong thing to say. Is there not? Don't be afraid to talk about the person Mm -hmm. because... Some people will say, oh, I didn't want to bring their name up because it would remind you. We don't need a reminder. We are constantly we live thinking. With it. Yes. Yeah. Um, you know, and there's advice in there about um, even just bringing some food round, coming round, putting the kettle on, doing things that will allow that person to talk and be open and give them that space in a safe environment mm-hmm. to be who and what they want to be. I mean, You've heard previously me just breaking down and crying. I I do that, but I don't apologise for it. Oh, too right. Mm. Um, And I think people just need to know that. Yeah, we're not we're not mad women that just Mm. certainly. If you saw me walking my dogs across the fields and I'm sobbing my heart out. Yeah, it's not. I haven't lost my mind. I've lost my daughter and my husband. You have. You have absolutely, and part of your heart as well with that. I'm sure.
Top hotel, top chef, top of your list for celebrations. Mittenfold Hotel, sponsors of the Lancashire Live Show. Fridays at 12 on Ribble FM. Taking pictures or video with your phone? Want to take your passion to the next level? UK Digital have been a leading photographic retailer for the last 20 years. And yes, we are based locally in Clitheroe. Come and see one of the team at UK Digital for friendly, professional advice on all aspects of photography and video. Our showroom is open weekdays so you can see, touch and try and with internet prices there's no need for you to chance it online UK Digital, your local store with internet prices visit ukdigital.co.uk Stop! Don't put a cotton bud in your ear you're making things worse Hearsense are professional independent audiologists and offer clinical earwax removal as well as hearing health assessments and hearing aids Hearing is a very precious scent, so look after it by making an appointment with Kate at Hearsense based at Clitheroe Leisure. Visit hearsense.co.uk for more details. You need a rewired job, a new kitchen fit, bathroom installing, tiles and plastering, plumbing, central heating, a building refurb job. Call One Stop Refurbs, Dale to the lot. One Stop Refurbs, One Stop Refurbs. One stop refurbs. Call Burnley now on four two six nine double eight four two six nine double eight. Finance packages available too. Make your first stop one stop. It's time to get away with a fold away. Escape to the country with one of our folding mobility scooters. Here at Modern Mobility, we understand the importance of keeping your independence and enjoying days out with your family and friends. We have some of the lightest and quickest folding mobility scooters, so you don't have to miss out on anything. With easy payment options and friendly experts on hand at all times, finding your ideal scooter has never been easier. Why not visit our shop located on Castle Street or give us a call on 01200 760 006 and discover your perfect staycation scooter now.
ladies, the reason that we're here is your charity, Bags for Strife, which you are the um, CEO of? Well, we've no paid staff. So, okay, you're um, the unpaid CEO. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think um, uh, Bags for Strife um, was an idea that came to to me initially and then, you know, obviously we, we um, support by the family and friends. Um, it actually... we. We kind of thought about it after Cat, but um, obviously didn't have very much time before um, what happened to Damien. But post-Damien, we, um, as we mentioned before, we were really struck by the lack of external support that was given to us. So when we lost Cat, I was given something by the police officer at the hospital. And I think it was probably a card which provided maybe some bereavement support information. But by the time I got home from hospital, I have no idea what happened to that card. No. You know, I probably threw it out the window. I don't know. And then after Damien, I don't even think, I don't think we were given anything. And I actually thought, if that has happened to us and I'm connected vaguely into mental health services and support services, um, it, it must happen to other people. And so we started to talk to other people and to say... What was your experience post-loss? And everyone said the same thing, nothing. Or, yes, there was stuff out there, but we had to search to find it. It wasn't just presented to us. And I know, and again, Jenny and I have spoken about this, I know that after our losses, I was so disabled by grief that I, the last thing I wanted to do was Google stuff. Yeah. Some people do, some people want to mm. look, but I certainly couldn't. Um, and so we wanted to provide something that was there at the time of loss. And our the reason why it's called Bags for Strife is, one, because it is a bag. Yeah. We're not, <laughs> and it certainly is because you've brought it in. Yes. You've been sporting it today. <laughs> yeah, we're not. There's no false advertising. It is what it is. Yeah. Um, but the um, we, I, we reached out to a lot of Cat's friends to ask them if they could describe the emotions that they felt post-loss. In four words, what would they be? And overwhelmingly, there was a lot. There was a lot of swear words, mm. but there was a lot um, that said they blamed, they wanted to blame others or they wanted to blame something. Mm -hmm. There was a lot of anger at Kat or just at themselves or systems or whatever. Guilt, internal guilt. And that is, we hear that over and over again. And sadness. So for those who aren't very good at spelling, that's blame, anger, guilt, sadness, that's bags. And so we created Bags for Strife. And again, it wasn't just us. So this isn't just, you know, me and my girls and a couple of other people. Um, that we went out to probably 100 different people and said, do these resonate with you? Do Does that acronym resonate with you? And overwhelmingly, everybody said yes. Mm. And then we had a period of time as the steering group into trying to decide what, what we're going to put in the bags. Because, again, as we spoke about before, there is no right way to deal with your grief. Grief is very individual. So um, we wanted to put things in that would show that we understood that we're compassionate and that... Um, that there's kindness there and love but we didn't want to give advice because everybody's is everybody's different, is different. Mm. so we have reflected our own journeys and actually what people are the feedback that we've had from 
from those that have received the bags is all of the stuff in there, they're really appreciated and they get the symbolism of some of the things that are in there. But understanding and knowing that other people have survived this horrendous loss Mm. has been the thing that has helped most of all. So we've had some really lovely feedback from people who have taken time at their own most devastating time just to reach out to say thank you. Oh, that's nice, yeah. What sort of things are in the bag then, Jenny? The book, yes, um, <laughs> that we have all co-written um, is is one of the main things, and we've also got a journal where people can kind of more interact, um, which is a Halani Fulsham journey um, journal called um, After. Um, and then we've kind of gone through, as we say, these lists of items that are very practical, um, but very kind of symbolic, I suppose, of the journey. So it would include like a bottle of water because you get dehydrated, you don't look after yourself, no. so you need to drink. Equally, there's chocolate or chocolate biscuit or something like that. Because again, you probably aren't to, eating to, to a little bit of sugar. Yeah, yeah, it's all about the self-care. And so, you know, we've got hand cream, we've got sleep spray, tissues, um, pen. What else? And anger bowl. Anger ball. Anger ball. Um, yeah, gosh, a stress ball. Yeah. And then we've had a lot of, well, Angela might be able to better, kind of share better, but we've had a lot of companies that have donated goods to, um, for us as well. So um, I, I, in particular, have um, had Tesco's supporting me with um, hand creams, with uh, chocolate biscuits, with lip balms, um, and also they've done collections um, and so given us monetary kind of donations oh, as wonderful. well. People um, can be really kind, can't they? They can be awful, but they can be kind too. Yeah. yeah. We, um, Melt is uh, one of the companies that is... The Candle us. Company. Candle Company. Aww. So um, Cheryl, who runs Melt, knew our family from, and um, Judith, who's on the steering group, knew Dougie as well. And she wanted to donate a candle for each of the bags. Um, it's called the Angel Candle, Aww. which we thought was just beautiful and very appropriate. And we were really worried because the bags initially were just in Lancashire, but they're now going out nationally. And we were so worried yeah. that, you know, that it's, it's an expensive item to donate for them. But Cheryl has committed to providing a candle for every single bag that is going out in the future. How lovely. And then just latterly, booths in um, our local supermarket. Bags of Strife has been um, assigned as charity of the year for three of their stores, So, which is going to be great for us in terms of fundraising, um, profile raising, and they've got some events going on as well. Oh, isn't that lovely? Um, so if anybody did want to donate anything or maybe help you with anything how do they get in touch so we've got um a website mm. and that is it's bikesforstrife.co.uk um we've got a facebook page and we've got instagram and we are now on twitter and linkedin so yeah. whatever social platform you're on or just through the internet and um yes you can donate you can help on the steering group um or if you just want some more information about the charity, then just get in touch. We started very locally in Lancashire with Lancashire Police distributing the bags, but we've now we're now working with uh, Nottinghamshire, Derbyshire, Leicestershire, and West Yorkshire Police. And so far, we have handed out a thousand bags to bereaved families across England. 
Wow, I mean, that is a lot of bags, isn't it? And unfortunately, it's a lot of suicides, which is terrible. That's wonderful. That's it's so. It's so lovely that you found each other and that, you know, you're obviously helping lots and lots of people throughout the country. Um, it's terrible that you have to do this, but... Um, that's the card you've been dealt, isn't it, unfortunately? Ladies, all I can say is I I am so honoured that you've come on and opened up t- uh, to, to us and I hope that everybody who's been listening, if you've been touched by this, then please get in touch um, to either us at Ribble FM or to uh, Bags for Strife. Um, I'm sure they will definitely be there to help you. Thank you so much for listening. Ladies, thank you so much for joining me and being so open, honest, and it's been it's been very, very <sighs> overwhelming, really. <laughs> thank you, ladies. And to everybody else, have a lovely weekend. Look for the good in everything. Look for the people who will set your soul free. It always seems impossible until it's done look for the good in everyone
from our website and on smart speakers live and local across the Ribble Valley Ribble FM News 